time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend just a few moments advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Disappointment. Sometimes I like to say words conveying the emotion that is built within the letters. Disappointment. Joy. Fun. Sadness. Disappointment. Just, can you pause for a second? Just think about the word. If disappointment were a singular occurrence, we might survive it. But disappointment is a big blob that lands on our lives and starts growing arms and legs. It can control what we feel long after that initial thing, you know, that initial thing of disappointment first struck us. Matter of fact, I dare say that the the countenance, uh, the profile, even the passion, hmm, can I add to that work ethic? That the countenance, the profile, the passion, and the work ethic of most people is based upon how they have handled, absorbed their disappointments. And that being said, I will simply tell you there is a decision that must be made by every human born on this lovely planet. Here it is. Do I want to be happy or do I want what I want? Choice A, do I want to be happy? Or choice B, do I want what I want? It's a huge difference. Bluntly, the chance of you getting what you want, well, the chance is very slim. For instance, the people who are on television sharing their testimonials about chasing their dreams and achieving them, these people are rare. Otherwise, we wouldn't call them celebrities. In other words, we celebrate how damn lucky they were. Just as most people don't win the lottery, most women, even though they're beautiful, they do not become Miss America or even have a chance, apparently, things go to be president of the United States. The chance that you would get what you want it's almost preposterous. Yet we continue to applaud and cheer those who pander us by saying, just keep believing in your dream and it will come true. <laughs> just the other day, I, I heard someone on this talk show. They said, if you're any good at what you do, you will eventually get where you want to go. That, my friend, is the most ridiculous statement that I've heard in a long time. For I will tell you, the best music ever written will probably never be heard. 
The best invention will never be promoted. And certainly the best man or woman to be president of these United States, if you're going to judge it on intellect, patience, virtue, that person could never make it to the front of the platform due to bigotry, prejudice, and foolish criticism. I don't think we'll see the best in this lifetime. That's why heaven kind of intrigues me. What, if, what we do get is that's what things that are pushed on us are overly promoted. Things that are thrust to the forefront that we're told we better like, that are backed by investors, and everyone involved feels the need to work really hard to make it successful. But it doesn't make it good. So if you're going to achieve your great expectations, you must decide whether those expectations are about your wants and dreams or if it's about your happiness. I've been blessed. I could write at least 10 memoirs about my journey thus far on earth. It's not because I'm so terrific. It's because I have pursued my happiness, which has taken me so many glorious places with escapades, and I've had so many brushes with notoriety and achieved magnificent... I think I've achieved magnificent results in obscurity. But what I've been chasing is not my dream. I've been chasing happy. Just because it's popular doesn't mean it can't be a lie. Just because something's promoted and stuffed down your throat doesn't mean it's worthy of your consideration. Matter of fact, I did a whole series of broadcasts at one time called Populi. Ideas that gain great popularity, but at their core, they were just lies. See, because if you want to figure this life out, you must decide whether you want to be happy or whether you want to get what you want. Now, okay, I realize some of you at this point go, well, why can't I have both? Because each of these, each of these things, happy and dream, happy and dream, they're positioned on the other side of the equator from each other. I decided a long time ago that my great expectation was to be happy. I have no desire to sulk, feel sorry for myself, or be cranky over not achieving the full breadth and height of my dreams. Having my five-year goal plan get stalled at the third year. (laughs) I, I do everything just enough to be happy. I have no idea if I did more or struggled if I could get my dream or would it actually be my nightmare. But I've learned how to answer three important questions. And the answer to these will tell you if you're on the pursuit of being happy or if for some reason you've stubbornly dug your heels in demanding One choice and one choice only, and that is to get my dream. Here are the three questions. 
I ask myself these all the time. Can I adapt? Right now, our world is in the middle of this horrific pandemic. It's a horrible situation. But if happiness is my goal, this dilemma, this quandary should not stall me. If my definition of success is money, then I could be in trouble. If I require fellowship, applause, and notoriety, I'm, I'm hurting for certain. Can I adapt? Can I take the permission that I've been given to be isolated, granted some time for reflection, and turn that into creative projects and bountiful blessings? Can I look at the parameters of what I've been given to do and from that construct an exciting plan for my personal ongoing salvation? Because you must keep in mind that salvation is ongoing. It's not making one decision to accept God. It's a decision to include God's style in our life. Or am I, am I finding myself, perhaps, just awaiting, waiting around for everything to work out so I can resume my dream? You see, I just think this is huge. The pursuit of what we want is not a pathway, but rather... It's a door. That means we have to reach that door. Somehow or another, we have to open it. Step in, find our treasure. But we never know once that door is closed behind us. If we've also closed ourselves off from happiness, which is our best friend. But if we can find happiness in the path without chasing doors... If happiness can be found in our present circumstances, and if I'm able to adapt, I can adopt good cheer. Listen to that. I will adapt and therefore adopt good cheer. Uh, the second thing I like to ask myself is, can I realize, in other words, can I just stop and realize that nothing is lost? Can I realize that a setback is not a defeat, but rather just a stopping point? Just kind of an opportunity to, how about doing some recalculation? Uh, or maybe repent. Or maybe just renew myself. Can I really realize that what I have to offer, maybe it doesn't have a market, but it doesn't mean I'm worthless because my product doesn't, sell on Shark Tank or that everybody in America doesn't think I'm cute or everybody in America doesn't read my posts on Facebook and like them. It means I need to take my ingenuity and shape it into something that human beings can use so I can be happy making others happy. I can be happy making others happy. What makes me happy is making others happy. What makes them happy is seeing that I'm already happy. 
Can I really realize that believing in God doesn't bring salvation, but the connection with God gives us this ongoing project of eternal life inside of us that makes us, turns us into personable, joyful, illuminated human beings that get these fresh, spirited ideas instead of stale bread. Realizing is what we do when we're smart enough not to react. I think that takes me to number three. I like to ask myself, can I settle? Oh, we hate that word. We hate to say we settled for something or we settled for our present situation. But eventually, every one of us must settle. If we can't realize when we've hit our little piece of heaven on earth and instead keep pushing and pushing for loftier goals, we can end up self-destructive. And self-destruction is miserable. And miserable is an extension of the word misery. And misery's root word is miser. That's one who is so greedy that he or she fails to notice the value of what he or she already has. There's a wonderful parable in the good book that says different people bear different standards and amounts of fruit. Some bear 30-fold, some 60, some 100. But if you don't bury your talent in the earth and complain because you're not getting breaks, you can pursue happiness. And when you do that, you can reach a level, a number, a position, a stance, a platform for your prosperous contentment. But can you settle for 30 without bitching that it's not 60? Can you rejoice over 60 without being envious toward 100? Because happiness is not getting what you want. It's wanting what you get then learning to enjoy it and proclaiming it good. So yes, may I tell you beautiful people, the good news is we can be happy even if we don't achieve what we call our wants or our full-fledged dream. And the better news is when you land, when you settle in that place where your talent has presently taken you. You can step back. Admire it. Be grateful. And continue to share it with others. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.